Hi, everyone. This is Carolyn from Second Serve. Who is excited about the French Open? The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris, and you can watch every court live on Tennis Channel Plus. You can watch it on your phone or smart TV live in HD. So you can watch it at work or while you're waiting in your kid's carpool line. Live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. You can be there when it happens with Tennis Channel Plus. Hi, everyone. Erin and I are thrilled to have Lou and Cameron here tonight to discuss Abilities Tennis Association of North Carolina. Lou is the executive director and a 4-5 tennis player. Cameron is the president, a 5-0 tennis player, and plays in the Raleigh Pro League. So I couldn't even step on the court with either one of these players, but we are so excited to learn about their organization that provides health, friendship, and community to athletes with intellectual disabilities through the sport of tennis. So, Lou, can you tell us the history of Abilities Tennis? In 2007, Abilities Tennis became a CTA which I think you all learned from Laura Wyatt a few weeks ago, what that is, a community tennis association underneath North Carolina Tennis. And that has been huge. We're the only CTA that is statewide. And then in 2012, we received 501c3 status. And I came on board in 2014. There were two parents and a coach who saw a niche. Special Olympics does a great job of having different sports every two months. But since we're all like tennis fanatics here, we know that we want tennis programming year round. So the niche was to provide tennis programming year round to people with intellectual disabilities. Hey, Lou, this is Erin. Both my son and I volunteered for Abilities Tennis and loved it. And that's why we wanted to have you on the podcast. Can you tell us what's going on now with the organization and what you see in the future? Okay, so right now, what's really exciting is immediately once the pandemic hit, we knew we had to move online. And so every Thursday at three o'clock, we do an online workout clinic and it has been incredible. We usually have 30 to 60 athletes participate. Special Olympics knew about our online workouts that we were doing since the pandemic. And they asked if we would like to partner with them to bring a series this fall called Partner Up, Power Up. We're very excited about this opportunity. We did the tennis curriculum and they did the workout portion, uh, the cool down portion. And we have some of our tennis coaches who will be helping to bring this program to the athletes. I'd like to give a shout out to David Marquina, Nancy King, Abby Forbes, Davis Humphreys, and Anna Rogers. It's going to be a great time for our athletes and we're looking forward to this online series. As far as What we'd like to do in the future, right now we have 23 clinics and seven tournaments throughout the state. We want to make sure that there are clinics in every part of North Carolina made available to athletes to be able to participate if they so choose. And then another goal is also to be able to connect people. An example of that, a couple of weeks ago, I received an email through Facebook. This woman wanted to find somewhere for her daughter to play tennis in Clemens. And I said, well, I have the perfect guy, David Livingood at Taylor Tennis Center. And the director of that tennis center is also on our board. She contacted them, went and took a lesson. Taylor Tennis Center also gives 
anyone with an intellectual disability who wants to play tennis a free membership. And it's heartwarming to see what they do for this population. They actually hold the national tournament at that facility. So I see Abilities Tennis being able to bring people together and connect them and continue to grow our community. Yeah, I think what Lou said is really spot on to our mission. If I could further that a little bit, I'd say for the last couple of years, I've been extremely fortunate to get some national recognition. We won the National Adaptive Tennis Award, which is the top nonprofit uh, in all of the USTA, which was great. And it put us on sort of the, in the national spotlight. And then last year, we went to the US Open and took 25 athletes and their families up to New York, did a demonstration on court. We're really doing something special here, and it's come from all of the work of our predecessors and the way they set up our organization. So when I think about what the future may hold in our conversations with the National Adaptive Committee and, you know, Jesse, our former president, sits on that committee, we're trying to serve as as an example for other states who want to set up a tennis association for intellectually disabled athletes. And I think we have the framework, the structure, a repeatable process. Obviously, we have, there's only one Lou Welch and we're not really able to share her as much as we'd like to, I'm sure. But we have, we've really put something together that other states can use. And um, we we think that the USDA is going to lean on us in the future, uh, which we're excited about. You mentioned Abilities Tennis was invited to the US Open. Can you tell us more about that cool experience? We were the first adaptive program to go on at night. We were able to do a 10-minute demo on our thrash before the Djokovic-Londero match. And we took 25 athletes, took a bus up there, stayed at the USTA-designated hotel. And also, one of our athletes, Brogan DeBurr, she flipped the coin for the night match. All of our athletes that went said it was life-changing. It was an incredible opportunity. We're so grateful to the USTA for offering this, and we hope to go back in the future. That event was probably one of the neatest things I've ever been a part of. We got just such great footage of our athletes running out onto the court. I mean, it was literally like watching a Christmas morning occur, and just the joy and the happiness energy and excitement. And it just puts everything into perspective for you. And, you know, just to be able to be a part of so much joy in one place. And quite frankly, like if you ever come to our clinics or a tournament of ours and you see our athletes play, you're just a little envious because you want to have that much fun on the court and not take it as seriously maybe as you normally do. But they're great competitors and they're just awesome people. And it's just so incredible you know, New York is an amazing experience for anyone. And a lot of our athletes would never have that opportunity. So for, to, for them to be able to just do that and experience it, uh, it's just, it's one of those things you'll just never forget. It was amazing. While we were there, one of our athletes, Will Tankersley, as he was out on Arthur Ashe, John Isner's mother happened to see him and ran into his mother, Melissa, outside the court and They knew each other from Greensboro, and that led to us asking John Isner if he would be willing to come on to our Footprints on the Court, which is going to be a virtual fundraiser this year. And because John knew Will and knew about our organization, he has said yes, he would like to come. 
And so we're looking forward to that on October 22nd at six o'clock. And we're excited that Ken Smith of WRAL and also a board member is going to be the MC for the event. That's fantastic that John Isner and Ken Smith are going to be part of the Footprints on the Court fundraiser. How can people help with this event? So right now we're looking for sponsors, silent auction items. All of our programs are free of charge to our athletes. And as we're growing and as we're covering the entire state, the costs just continue to grow. And so we're hoping that this online event will be very successful and we can continue to serve our athletes. Lou, can you tell us what you've learned from being a part of this organization or are there any stories you can share? Until I started this job, I had never seen a tennis player run to the net to high five their opponent after just being aced. It is so amazing to see the happiness and joy that these athletes have for other people. I am so inspired by that, and it's hard to channel that sometimes, but (laughs) (laughs) we need to. (laughs) Yes, we do. The other thing I wanted to say is that even though our organization is all about tennis, it's really a byproduct. What we provide is exercise, socialization, overall well-being, and community. Our athletes, we found, were getting about 2,000 steps a day. And as we know, they need about 10,000. And so once you add a tennis clinic, it took 2,000 steps to about 9,000. Yeah. And so getting our athletes moving is huge. And often transportation is difficult to get them out and exercising. And so to provide tennis clinics where they can run around the court and just move is life-changing for them. I have so many stories. My heart is touched constantly. Not only the athletes are touched by this program, but the families. And I met this woman, the mother of Chloe, and she's given me permission to tell this story. But I met her at a tournament that we had up at Lake Junaluska. And right when I saw her, I just immediately noticed her vibrancy and her beautiful face. But I quickly noticed that she had a hard time getting around. She was overweight. And I saw her about eight months later at a tournament in Wilmington. And I said, Katina, wow, you look amazing. You've lost a lot of weight. And she said, lost almost 100 pounds. And I said, I have one question to ask you. What motivated you to do this? And tears just came down her face. And she said, abilities tennis. And I said, wait, explain this to me. And she said, well, Chloe came home from clinic one day and she said, mom, I love tennis. It's my sport. I'm so good at it. And I've learned that I need a unified doubles partner and I want that to be you. And she said, I said, Chloe, I cannot play tennis right now, but you give me one year and I'll lose enough weight to play tennis with you. And she played unified doubles with her daughter eight months later. That's amazing. That's incredible. Isn't that amazing? And so families are being affected. You see these families come together and they're friends. It's a real community. The athletes are friends during the pandemic. They call each other. They check in on each other. They're friends. The same goes for the parents. They're friends. It is a wonderful community. And I'm so inspired by these families. 
Aaron and I love speaking with Lou and Cameron. So many people have told me to have Abilities Tennis on the podcast because the organization does an incredible job. Lou sent me a link for adaptive programs across the country that I've put in the show notes in case you want to get involved in a similar program in your state. I absolutely love that Abilities Tennis programs are free for the athletes. I've included in the show notes the website where you can go to attend their virtual Footprints on the Court fundraiser with John Isner, and also how you can sign up for their newsletter so you can find out about all their programs. Listening to the stories about the joy for the game these athletes have has changed my mentality a little bit and made me realize how grateful we should all be to play tennis. I don't think I'm at the point where I would high-five my opponent when she aces me, but maybe if I start volunteering for this organization, I will get there in the future. Please check out our Facebook page, which is Second Serve Podcast, to see a picture of Cameron and Lou at the U.S. Open. And we'll also include additional information about Abilities Tennis. Thanks so much for listening and hope to see you on the court soon. Hey, Second Serve listeners, this is Erin. Carolyn and I are so excited that the second slam of the year is happening this month. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the French Open, and Tennis Channel Plus is the place to watch it. Tennis Channel Plus brings you courtside with three weeks of unparalleled access, and they do this with every single court live. Watch on your phone, your smart TV in HD, or like I do, on my iPad while I'm sitting at my desk working all day. I love to flip around to different matches on Tennis Channel Plus to see my favorite players in action. Don't miss your favorite tennis legends battle a new generation of talent and watch exciting new rivalries emerge on the historic clay courts of Roland Garros. If Carolyn and I can't be in Paris in person, at least we can watch all the matches on Tennis Channel Plus. Daily coverage begins on Monday, May 20th. Be there when it happens with Tennis Channel Plus. I know I will be.